Are you ready to take action to attain the lifestyle of your dreams? It's a great way to make a lot of money fast, fast, fast. Hey, what's going on, Clever Investors? Sperber here. Welcome back to the Clever Investor Show. Today, we are on the road. I'm out here in uh, Palm Beach uh, doing something really cool uh, with a really great group of entrepreneurs. It's a mastermind with Dean Graciosi and Tony Robbins. And I am so blessed and so lucky and so excited because we have somebody that I really look up to, one of my uh, favorite speakers, somebody that's absolutely... Uh, in, in a in a kind of a pun way, saying like just fried my brain in a great way. That's that's made me really go deeper and think about how people learn, how to get focused, how to have productivity, how to memorize people's names. Have you ever met somebody and like you forgot their name in like ten seconds? Today on the Clever Investor Show, we have the amazing Jim Quick in the house. What's up, Jim? I'm doing good, man. Any better? My name would be. Uh... Cody Sperber. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Well, listen, guys, Jim is a an American entrepreneur. He is an author of a couple, you, you now are on your second book, but this was your first best-selling book called Limitless, How to Upgrade Your Brain, Learn Anything Faster, unlock, and Unlock Your Exceptional Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Jim's not just one of those guys that uh, has, you know, you're like, oh, I've been publishing all this stuff. No, you're actually on the cover of Entrepreneur Magazine, yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. pretty dang cool. Uh, how did, I don't know, how, how, how do I get there? That's what I want to know. <laughs> and uh, you have uh, a, a unique skill and expertise that started from a really unique place because you're known, celebrities, athletes, all these high profile entrepreneurs and, and people hire you to help them either memorize things better or unlock the power in their brain. And we're talking about like some of the biggest actors in the world you've worked with. But it started from a brain injury, right? Yeah, when people see me at events, and you and I have shared the stage you know, before, uh, I'll open up with some kind of demonstration if there's time where I'll, uh, they'll, they'll challenge me and give me a list of random words, 100 words, 100 numbers, or I think we did names once. You did, I remember that, because then you... you People were throwing up their names. Yeah. And then at the end of like an hour long conversation, <laughs> yeah. you went around the room and just just fried everybody's brain by going, you know, mm -hmm. that's Sarah, that's Tom, that's Bill, that's the and I was like, How in the heck did you do yeah. that? Yeah. And we could talk about it in this in this conversation. But um, I don't do that to impress people. I do this to express to them what's possible. Because the truth is, each and every person that's listening to this, that's watching this, they could do that too. And in their minds, they're thinking, there's just no way, right? People at events come to me all the time. They say, Jim, I'm not smart enough. I have a horrible memory. I think I'm you know, getting a little too old. And I was like, stop. If you fight for your limitations, you get to keep them. If you fight for your limits, they're yours, right? But um, yeah, my, my story, my inspiration really was my desperation. When I was five years old, I had a very bad fall, head injury. Uh, I had a traumatic brain injury. And because of it, I had some very severe learning challenges. I was put in special classes. I couldn't add processing issues, poor focus, poor memory. Teachers would repeat themselves over and over again. And I learned to pretend to understand, but I didn't, I didn't understand anything. It took me three years longer just to learn how to read. Uh, I remember when I was nine years old, I was slowing down a class. I was being teased and, you know, and the teacher came to my defense. But all I remember saying, she pointed to me for the whole entire class, go to shit, that's... Keep, you know, leave that kid alone. That's the boy with the broken brain. And that, that, yeah, that label became my, my limit. You know, so every single time I did badly in school, which is all the time, I wasn't picked for sports all the time. I would say, oh, because I have the broken brain. And so, uh, yeah, we, adults have to be very careful with their external words because they often become a child's internal words. And so, you know, it's, it's very true. If you believe you can, believe you can, either way you're right. Like Henry Ford said, and I believe truly that your brain is this incredible supercomputer and your self-talk is the program it will run. So if you tell yourself, I'm not good at remembering names, you won't remember the name of the next person you meet because you program your supercomputer not to. So, you know, I, I eventually learned how to compensate, you know, around age 18. I learned some skills, some methodologies, some first principles on, uh, on how my brain works so I can work my brain. And, um, and my grades improved and also my life improved. You know, and I realized the number one wealth building asset we have, we're born with between our ears. But our brains don't come with an owner's manual and it's not uh, user-friendly. 
You know, so I wrote my book, you know, our podcast, our courses is all about giving people an owner's manual for their brain so that they can learn faster, so they can catch up, keep up and, uh, and have a big advantage in learning in life. I love this topic because obviously, you know, when I first started learning real estate, it was super overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Felt like I was drinking from a fire hose. Yeah. I was never a great student in school. Um, up until college, I had never gotten better than a C mm-hmm. ever. You know, mainly D's. And I was a, I was a strong D. Every once in a while, I'd get a C. My dad actually uh, said, "Cody, I'll buy you a car up to five thousand dollars if you just get straight C's for three years in a row." Okay. And uh, I almost did. I got straight C's in one D, and yeah. he still bought me the car. Uh, which then I smoked weed and crashed it like two weeks later, which is never <laughs> never a good thing when you just turned sixteen to crash the car that took you three years to get. But um, I always felt like, man, I'm just not good at school. I'm not like I was more of like a hurry up and memorize it, get the test over with, yeah. and then purge it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I would yeah, just yeah. purge it, and then um, going through the real estate process. I felt like I was drinking from this fire hose. And eventually I just bulldogged my way long enough that I finally started figuring things out. Then fast forward, I'm in the education business and I'm teaching students. I've had over 90,000 students come through my program and it always baffles me like why some people just grasp things better, light up, go and do it. And then other people, the strategies work. I tried to make it like step one, do this, step two, do that. I try to make it like a recipe and still some people never, it never clicks. They never yeah. go and do it. So when you're, when you're, when you were going through this process, like what are some brain hacks or yeah, things that you discovered that were like fundamental that everybody can apply no matter what they're trying to learn, whether it's real estate or just starting a business or yeah. learning a language. Yeah. Let's roll up. Let's turn this into a little masterclass for your brain. You know, how to have better focus, how to read faster, how to improve your memory. I, I think the number one skill to master in the 21st century is our ability to learn rapidly. Our ability to learn rapidly and translate that learning into action is the ultimate competitive advantage. Because like, imagine if there was a genie could grant you any one wish, but only one wish, you know, you would you'd probably wish for more wishes, right? Yeah. Now, if I was your learning genie and I could help you become an expert or a master in any one subject or any one skill, you could be like that person, you know, what would the what subject or skill would you want? And the equivalent of asking for limitless wishes, I think, is learning the skill of learning how to learn. Because if you learn how to learn, if you learn how to focus and listen and concentrate, understand, read faster, remember things and translate that learning, think better you know, in, into action, then what can you apply that to? Everything. You can apply it towards money, marketing, management, you know, medicine, martial arts, Mandarin, music, everything gets so much easier. And it's really the master meta skill, learning how to learn. And so that's, that's the, the nature of what we talk about. So really... And it's interesting, you know, because they don't teach you that in school. It's cool if you go back to all the classes, you got those C's and D's and, and so did I. <laughs> they teach you what to learn, math, history, science, Spanish, but there's zero classes on how to learn those classes, those subjects. There's no classes on, on uh, focus. They're, like they go into a kid and saying focus or study is like going to somebody and say, play the ukulele, who's never taken a class on how to play the ukulele. Like where are we supposed to pick up these skills? Even memory, right? I always thought it should have been the what the third R, the fourth R in school. They teach you three R's: reading, writing, arithmetic. Obviously, spelling's not not one of them. But what about recall? What about retention? Right? Socrates said, "Learning is remembering." And I, I, when we're talking about memory specifically, you know, in business, I believe two of the most costly words are, "I forgot." I mean, just think about it. I forget when you say, "I forgot." I forgot that meeting. I forgot what I was going to say. I forgot that conversation. I forgot what I was going to do. I forgot that person's name. Every single time we have those thoughts, we could, uh, you know, lose credibility. We could lose time. We could, we could even hurt a sale, right? And so, but on the other side, memory is a as a multiplier. It's a magnifier. When you could easily remember names and faces, client information, product information, give speeches without notes, memorize word for word sales scripts on, you know, without using a teleprompter, make your sales videos, whatever you need to do, life gets a whole lot easier, right? And so everybody who's listening right now, it's not like it was a hundred years ago. You're not paid for your brute strength. Today, it's your brain strength. It's not no longer your muscle power. Today, it's your mind power. And the faster you can learn, the faster you can earn. Because knowledge today is not only power, knowledge is profit. Right, it's not only the separation between those who have and those who have not. There's a separation of those who know stuff 
you know, the, th- the things you're teaching and some people who don't know stuff, right? And the people who know what you teach them, they can make better decisions. There's a quote in my book, Limitless, from a French philosopher. And he says, life is the letter C between the letters B and D. What does that mean? Life is C between B and D. B is birth, D is death, life, C, choice. You know, like we are the sum total of all the choices, good, bad, or indifferent that we've made up to this point. Where are we going to live? Who are we going to spend time with? What are we going to eat that day? How are we going to move? What are we going to feed our minds? What are we going to do for a career? Whatever. What are we going to focus on? And I believe that these difficult times, as people perceive them, it, these difficult times can diminish us. These difficult times can distract us. Or these difficult times, they can develop us. We decide. We always have choice. And I think there's three things we could always make a choice about. And I, I call it the limitless model. Like if, you, if anyone right now feels like they're in a box and they feel stuck, like they can't learn, their, their reading is too slow, their memory is, or their income, maybe they feel like, or their impact or their happiness or their health, they're, they're like not making progress. Because limitless is not about being perfect. It's about advancing and progressing beyond what you are demonstrating, beyond what you believe you deserve, beyond what, is, you, know, what, you, what you believe is possible. And so if you imagine yourself, let's turn this into a little masterclass and I'll get into the, the brain tips in a, in a moment. Imagine yourself in a box where you feel stuck, where you, maybe you feel overloaded, you feel distracted, you feel like you want to find that relationship, you want to like find happiness, you want to find a health, but you're not making progress. That box by definition is three-dimensional, right? It's a cube. And those three forces that keep you stuck in that box, I represent in a limitless model uh, with a Venn diagram. And it's just three things, the three things that we could always control right? Because you have to control the controllables, three M's, mindset, motivation, and methods. Though that's, that's the key. When I'm coaching these high performers, the, these founders, CEOs, these entertainers, these athletes, like the three interventions, either their mindset's keeping them stuck in that box, or they're not motivated to get out of that box, or they're using poor methods for, uh, for getting out of that box poor methods of investing or poor methods, old methods of marketing, old methods for getting healthy, old methods for reading, right? Like reading is not something you're born with the ability to do. But when's the last time you took training? Most people were what? Five, six, seven years old when they took a class. So the difficulty and demand has increased a lot, but how we actually read and learn it is the same. So that growing gap creates stress, you know? And then there's a real health effect, right? higher blood pressure and compression of leisure time, more sleeplessness. When you're drowning in that for information, like sip of water out of fire hose, like you're talking about, you know, that it may, it, chronic stress actually has been shown to shrink the human brain. So, you know, it's, it's a big challenge, like balancing this out because I believe we live in the millennium of the mind, right? And it's like, you know, it's the age of attention. And even we could talk about AI and, and automation and, you know, how it affects our brain and how we can make things easier. But I always go to our mindset, motivation, and our methods. So mindset is very simply your set of assumptions and attitudes you have about something. So one of the things that contain that box is your attitudes. Let's say it's money and you're not making more income. Maybe your mindset is, I don't deserve it or it's not possible. Maybe it's, impo- maybe it's possible for Cody, but it's not, I don't feel like it's possible for me, right? And that's going to keep people stuck, you know? And we talked about all behavior is belief-driven. Right. And when I, was, when I was doing this speech here, you know, that met this mastermind who were here together, it's all behaviors belief driven. If you want to create a new result in your life, health, wealth, whatever, you have to do a new behavior. But in order to do that behavior, you need a belief that says that's even possible. Right. So we have to address the mindset. And there's many different things that you could do to change your mindset. You know, we were talking about some things yesterday, like uh, tapping, you know, uh, EFT. You know, Tony has some amazing, you know, technologies to change our, our beliefs, you know, and our, and our state. So that, that, that's all mindset. But also we have to check in with our motivation. And I mentioned motivation for me is not something you have, it's something you do. So if you self-sabotage, that's a mindset issue. You don't believe it's possible. You don't believe you deserve it. You take one step forward, two steps back, right? People enroll in your program and maybe they don't complete it because they just, they have that mindset is, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I self-sabotage, right? I don't deserve this, right? I'm just going to put it off. But if you procrastinate, that's a motivation issue, clearly. And there's three keys for limitless motivation. If you want to have motivation to work out, motivation to make those calls, motivation to read more, yeah, or motivate somebody else. It's this formula. And everyone could write this down as part of the masterclass. P times E times S3. So write down P times the letter E times S3. What do you need to motivate somebody or some motivate yourself? You need purpose. The P is purpose. And those are reasons. Without a reason, you won't get the result. 
A lot of people have trouble remembering names. And if I'm in front of an audience of 10,000 people, I ask how many people have trouble remembering names, 95% of people will raise their hand, right? And is it important business? A little bit, a little bit or a lot. Huge, right? Because how are you going to show somebody you're going to care for their finances, their future, their, their family, whatever you have to offer them if you don't care enough just to remember them, right? So people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care, right? The famous quote, uh, Maya Angelou said, people will forget what you say, They'll forget what you did. They'll always remember how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. Right? It's one of my favorite quotes. Yeah, me too. And so you have to start with purpose. So like if people have trouble remembering names, but if there was, a, let's say Cody had a, a, a suitcase of a million dollars cash for you or your favorite charity tax-free, if you just remember the name of the next person you meet, of course, everyone's going to remember <laughs> that name. Yeah. So it had nothing to do with their, you know, with their capability. It had everything to do with was their purpose, right? Because we don't remember all names. But you don't forget all names. Like most people remember names of people that could be good for their business. They could be a big, you know, investor, a shark, a, a client. A, there's someone they're attracted to. There's some kind of motivation, right? Purpose. Now, even if someone has purpose, they might still not get out of that box because they need the E, which is energy. Sometimes people read slowly or they don't remember things because they're just mentally spent. They're exhausted, right? They have brain fog. They have mental fatigue. So that's why we talk about things in our podcasts and our books, trainings, like the best brain foods, right? That actually are very neuroprotective and they're, they give you energy, right? How to optimize your sleep. What are some good brain foods? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking like avocado maybe or yeah. almonds. I don't know. What's a good brain food? Yeah. So what you eat matters, especially for your, your gray matter, if you will, right? And so there's a whole area of science we, we talk about called neuronutrition, that your brain is only 2% of your body mass, but it requires 20% of the nutrients. And uh, so there are certain foods that are very neuroprotective and everybody's a little bit different. So I recommend go to a functional medicine doctor, go to a nutritionist because, you know, you might be allergic to some of these foods because everyone's bio-individual. But the research shows things like uh, avocados, absolutely. Monounsaturated fats, good for your brain. Uh, blueberries, I like to call them brain berries. Uh, they're full of antioxidants, very neuroprotective. Broccoli, uh, you know, parents are right, good for your brain. Olive oil good for the brain. Mm. If your diet allows eggs, the choline in eggs is good for cognitive health. Uh, green leafy vegetables like kale and spinach. Um, last night, you know, we had some salmon, like very good uh, sardines, like the fatty fish uh, from good sources. Uh, turmeric is a good brain food. It actually lowers inflammation. Uh, you mentioned almonds, walnuts, good. They actually look like the human brain, high in vitamin E. And uh, here's a fun one, dark chocolate, very good for the brain. What's generally good for your mood is going to be good for, for your mind. What about raw, like caffeine? I'm not talking about like coffee. I'm talking about like, because I've heard like, so, or, or, or not caffeine, I'm sorry, uh, nicotine. Yeah. yeah. Nicotine. I've heard people say like nicotine is actually really good for you, like raw nicotine. Like the, yeah. I mean, the medium makes a difference, right? You don't want to, you yeah. don't want to, you don't want to smoke it because that could, you know, cause, you know, obviously challenges. Uh, some people, some research suggests nicotine is a nootropic. You know, and it can help yeah. you get, you know, it's a, there, there's things like dopamine, things that get you very alert um, and ready to focus, you know. And so, so there's, there's a whole bunch of things that people I could see do. you having like uh, your own supplement line where it's like yeah. quick brain food <laughs> pills or something, you know. Yeah, it's, it's funny. In, in my 30 year career as a brain coach, yeah, we've never promoted a supplement before, but, um, you know, we might be working on something. Okay. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Little, little, <laughs> maybe I'm, maybe I, maybe I, I called it a little early. Maybe yeah, next time yeah, we have yeah. you on the podcast, we can, we can talk about it. Cause I would love that. You know, I'm all, I took your, your test right before, Oh yeah. by the way, yeah, yeah. before we did this podcast, uh, Jim gave me a test and it's his code. Yeah. It's like unlocking your brain's code. This C-O-D-E. And I want to get into that, but I want to finish the yeah, formula yeah, yeah, first. Yeah. Um, but I'm a cheetah. I yeah. like to move fast, right? And I want to I want to talk about like what yeah, that yeah, means because yeah. you have different animals for different personality types. Yeah. And it was a really interesting test. Um, where 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 did I go to take that test? You go to mybrainanimal.com. It's a free assessment. It only takes five minutes, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I was minutes. it was done pretty quick. Some yeah. of the questions were hard though. Yeah, yeah. Like I really I was like two of them, like pretty strong. And I'm like, all right, I know I have to make a choice yeah. here, but yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk about that. But when you do it, you go to my, people could do that, mybrainanimal.com. And then you get a, you get a, a multiple page report customized based around your brain type and on how to uh, personalize your learning. So how to be able to study better, uh, read faster, improve your memory based on your personal uh, cognitive type, your brain animal, we call it. So 
Yeah. So the purpose is important. The energy is important. You know, so we talk about stress management because stress burns up a lot of energy, how to reduce your stress, um, how to optimize your sleep, which is, a, you know, it could be a book. It could be hours of conversation on, on its own. And then somebody got purpose and energy, the P and the E, and still not be motivated. Because I want to remind everybody, S3, the power of small, simple steps, meaning a lot of people, they're not motivated. Let's say you want to work out and you don't normally work out. And they set this goal of having, you know, the six pack abs and then the perfect body, but maybe it's too intimidating. And a confused mind, you know, even in marketing doesn't do anything. Confused mind in sales doesn't do anything. So how can you break it down in this small, simple step? Meaning maybe going to the gym is too, like working out, you know, three times a week is too big of a jump for someone who doesn't have that as a routine. Maybe a small, simple step is putting on your, your running shoes. You know, maybe maybe reading, right? If see people see me, with, you know, on photos with Elon or Oprah, or whoever, people always ask how we connected, how we bonded. We bonded over books, right? Like with Elon, it was like sci-fi books, right? Leaders are readers. You read to succeed. If somebody has decades of experience, like you do, and you put it into a book, and somebody can sit down and read that book in a few days, you could download decades into days. That's the number one advantage you could have. That's why Warren Buffett reads five hundred pages you know, a day because leaders are our readers, but maybe, you know, you say that's great. And now, by the way, to read a book a week, most people read two books a year. Mm. Right. And so imagine being able to read one book a week, like, like read it, not skim or scan, but actually read these books on investing and, and real estate and optimizing your health and sales and negotiation and fundraising, whatever. Right. How much better is your is your life after oh, a year? It's a game changer, right? You can have a PhD, you know, equivalent of a PhD or a master's in anything, reading, you know, fifty two books a year. And by the way, it only takes the average person could read that without even our. We teach people how to triple their reading speed uh, with better comprehension, actually. So what it normally takes, you know, an hour, you could do in twenty minutes with better results. But even without the speed reading, it only takes about forty five minutes a day of reading. In one week, you could read a book. Because the average book has about 64,000 words. The average person reads only 200 words per minute, which is very slow. But if you divide those two numbers, that means it takes about 320 minutes to get through a book. Divide it by seven days in a week, about 45 minutes a day. So like make 20 minutes in the morning, 20, 20 something minutes in the afternoon, you get through a book. You know, but if you're not doing that, maybe maybe it's that's too big. Yeah, a small, build, simple step. Build your way up yeah, into it. Maybe a small, simple step, S3, is opening up the book. Right, mm. reading one line because nobody's gonna stop in one line. Right, if you can't get your kids to floss their teeth, get them to floss one tooth because nobody's gonna floss just one tooth. Right, so small, simple steps. I truly believe inch by inch it's a cinch, yard by yard it's too hard. But the little by little, well, little becomes a lot. Right, because consistency compounds. Like if you're persistent, you could achieve that body. If you're persistent, you could achieve the you know that that income. But if you're consistent, you get to keep it. Right. So that's the power of consistency. So that's the motivation formula, purpose times energy times small, simple steps. And then finally, the third thing we can control when it comes to our brain, our business, our brand, not only is our mindset and our motivation, but it's the methods we're using, the behaviors, the, the, the habits, the rituals. And, you know, and I think one of the most important things is to learn how to learn. So we teach people how to focus, how to remember, how to read faster, how to solve problems, how to be more creative. And, uh, and these are learnable skills. It's just we weren't taught. Because we live in an age of autonomous electric cars, spaceships that are going to Mars. But our vehicle of choice often when it comes to education is like a horse and buggy. You know, and that, that's the challenge. But when it comes to improving your memory, there's two approaches. Imagine it's like uh, we're talking about a computer. There's two ways of, of getting a result. You want to be able to, you have the software, which is the processes, how to remember names, how to read faster, how to, you know, you mentioned I work with actors memorizing scripts or TED speakers, how to memorize or talk. There's a process for doing that. So that's the software. But then you also have to take care of the hardware, right? Right. When you saw, when you showed the entrepreneur magazine, it says upgrade your brain. So that's the hardware. And so that's, those are the things we mentioned about the food, the sleep and all the other things. God, you make this interview so easy. <laughs> this is so great. I, this is truly a masterclass. When I started, I said, he's one of my favorite speakers. Cause I mean, dude, you know, you live this stuff, you know it so well. Um, first time I ever heard about uh, 
So many of our listeners reach out and they ask us how they can get involved in my actual real estate deals. Our investment firm specializes in finding deeply discounted properties, acquiring them, renovating, stabilizing both single family and multifamily properties all over the United States. That's why we're so excited to share with you clevercapitalfund.com. Now, if you have some investment capital and you want to deploy it and receive double digit returns back by real estate, then visit our website and see which fund is right for you. We have both equity funds and we have debt funds where you just get paid out every month like clockwork. All you got to do is visit www.clevercapitalfund.com today to learn more. Memorization and these memory championships. I read the book, Moonwalking with Einstein. Yeah. And I remember thinking, I had no idea this even existed. And there, they gave some tactics in there about like, you know, visualizing your childhood home and, and putting you know, their name or something that rhymes with their name in, you visualize your mailbox and put it in the yeah. mailbox. Can you walk us through how to, like, what, what is a good trick to yeah. memorizing? How do you do that? Because, I, I mean, I, I, I struggled, and I'm guessing it's like a muscle. I struggled memorizing a few names, even practicing when I was reading the book. Yeah, yeah. And then a month later, a week later, a year later, trying to recall it. And it does work. Yeah, I mean, it really yeah, works. Yeah. But how are you able to yeah, do it so quickly? Let's, let's do it. So, um, so I was actually with the, the, the author when he won the, uh, the, the championship in, in New York that day, a picture of us, you know, like holding, you know, the trophy. It's, um, so there's no such thing as a good or bad memory. There's a trained memory and there's an untrained memory. So that, that's what I want to start with. There's no such thing as a good or bad memory. There's a trained memory and an untrained memory. It's just your brain is like a muscle. It's an organ, obviously, but it acts like a muscle. It's use it or lose it. So part of it is getting memory fit, right? But how I example, like you're at an event, like we're at an event right now. If you want to be able to remember people's names, I'll give you a couple of quick tips. First, remember the word suave, S-U-A-V-E. I'm going to turn this into an acronym. So when you're in the mirror checking, you know, your clothes, your hair, your, your, your makeup, whatever, I want you to say, I'm going to be suave. So when you're meeting somebody, the S in suave, say the name. So you want to be able to say the name first, you know, because then you get to hear it twice. So you introduce yourself, you get their name, and Cody, it's nice to meet you. So you get to hear it twice and that, that firms your, your retention. The, uh, the you is you use the name. And this is, you don't abuse it, but you use it three or four times in the conversation. You don't want it right? to be awkward. Right. Every, every sentence, Jim, 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 right. Jim. But it's like, Mel. What are you doing? I'm memorizing your exactly. name. <laughs> Mel, it's nice to meet you. Mel, you want to grab some lunch? Mel, what do you want to talk about? Like that would be an abuse. Yeah. But you want to use it three or four times. The A is ask about a name because what's everyone's favorite subject? It's themselves, right? And so if you meet somebody, especially mm. with uh, a unique name, a name you haven't heard before, what kind of questions can you ask about a person? Yeah, where name? does that come from? Yeah, where does it come from? How do you spell it? Who are you named after? You know, what does it mean? You know, who, you know all those. And I did this uh, program. It was a big insurance company. And, you know, the room was packed with people. And the training director's name was Nankita. You know, when we're going around, memorize, when I was memorizing everyone's name, I was like, that's a, that's a beautiful name. You know, where's it from? How do you spell it? What does it mean? And she's like, it means, and she looked at her coworkers, it means graceful falling waters. And you can her and her, her coworkers made this noise like, oh, that's, that's, that yeah. sounds interesting. Yeah, that kind of sound. And based on it, I was like, wait, wait a second. How long have you worked here? She was like, tell me how long, how many years? And she's like, you know, most of these people. Yeah, like a lot of them were at my wedding. And I was like, raise your hand. I'm talking to her coworkers. If you knew that's what her name meant. And out of a hundred plus people, how many people raise their hand? Not one person, mm -mm. you know. And remember, names they say is the sweetest sound to a person's ears, right? And that, because it's part of your reticular activating system, you have in your nervous system. Your brain primarily is a deletion device; it's trying to keep information out. And the things that you let in are the things that are important to you, the things you have questions about. If you ever read a page in a book, got to the end, and just forgot what you just read, and you go back and you reread it, and you still don't know what you just read. A lot of times it's because you don't have questions. You're not stimulating your RAS to say, this is important to shine a spotlight on the things. Same thing if you ask the question like, you know, what am I grateful for? A lot of people could be grateful for a lot of things, but they're not shining that spotlight because they're not asking that question. But if I ask you, hey, if you want to feel truly wealthy, you know, what are all the things you have in your life that money can't buy? You know, right? And it gets people like focusing on it, right? And I truly believe gratitude, what you appreciate, appreciates. Like if you want to feel more wealthy, it's like, what if the only things you had in your life tomorrow were the things you expressed gratitude for today, right? And from that pace of gratitude, you teach your nervous system that there is enough, that you're not separate from the things that, you know, that you want, 
to be, do, have, and and share in your world. But going back to the questions, you know, I asked that question. None of the people you know knew that's what her name meant. And all of a sudden, you know, we had this bond, and that person, you know, that became a client for many, many years. So there was a financial aspect to it, you know, in terms of remembering names. Um, because it's if you could walk into a room, and meet twenty strangers, and leave saying goodbye to all of them, who are they all going to remember? They're going to remember you, right? So it's not only what you know. Certainly, it's, that's why we teach people to learn faster. Um, but it's also, you know, who you know. Memory, be able to memorize everybody that we've met, even just the past day. Mm-hmm. But then it's also who remembers you, right? In branding, you know, in your personal brand, and people tend to remember people who remember them. So you could ask about a person's name, and then finally the V and the E in suave. V is, it's fun, it's visualize. And this is the idea where we tend to remember things that we see because we have a larger visual cortex and it takes up more real estate in, in our brain than any other uh, function. And we tend to forget a lot of times what we hear. There's a proverb that says, what I hear, I forget. What I see, I remember. What I do, I understand. What I hear, I forget. I heard the name, I forgot the name. What I see, I remember. I saw your face, I remember your face. And what I do, going back to the power of practice, you would truly understand. So if you tend to remember what you see, then try seeing what you want to remember, right? Because you go to somebody and say, have you ever done this? You go to someone and say, I remember your face, but I forgot your name. Mm-hmm. You never go to someone and say the opposite. Yeah. You never go to someone and say, I remember your name, but I forgot your face, right? That wouldn't make <laughs> a lot of sense. And so if you tend to remember what you see, try seeing what you want to remember in your mind's eye. So pretend you're eight years old and you meet somebody and their name is Matt, right? There's someone at this event called Matt. And then just imagine for a split second, you're using their their shirt as a doormat, right? In the privacy of your own mind. You're not sharing this with Matt. But if it makes you laugh, that's the key to memory. Information by itself is forgettable, but information tied with emotion becomes unforgettable. Like I imagine everyone who's listening to this, you could hear a few notes of a song. It could take you back to when you're a teenager, right? Mm -hmm. Or a fragrance or a food that could take you back to when you're a kid. Right, because the information by itself is forgettable, but information tied with emotion becomes unforgettable. It's just like in school. What was the primary emotion most of us felt sitting in class when we're being lectured to? Most boredom. So on a scale of zero to ten, boredom is what zero, and it's information times emotion is long-term memory. If it's boredom or zero, what's anything times zero? Zero. And then you wonder why you forgot the periodic table and everything else that we learned back in school. And so visualization with emotions. So I would, if a person's name is Mark, which there's a mark here also, imagine for a split second, you take a magic marker in your mind and put it right on their forehead, a check mark right on the forehead. And then when you say goodbye 30 minutes later, you're like, oh, what was I doing here? I bet a check mark, what's his name? Mark. And by the way, in even when it doesn't work, it still works because it gets you to focus on the two things that matter. It gets you to focus on the person and it gets you to focus on the name. And when you know the person's name is Matt or Mark or whoever, then the pictures disappear. It's just a means to an end, meaning you need to overcome what I call the six second syndrome. You meet somebody, they give you their name. You have six seconds to do something with it. Otherwise it's like gone forever, right? And so a person's name is Mary. Imagine for a split second, they're holding two lambs underneath their arms where Mary had a little lamb. And then when you say goodbye, you know, an hour later, you don't remember the, the lambs, what's the person's name is Mary. So there's like little memory tricks. And, but that's how you would do it to be able to memorize. And you don't have to do what I do in stages and memorize 50, 60 people's names. Is that exactly what you're doing in your mind? Is, is they're calling out their name, you're drawing the check mark, yeah, you're doing the lambs. It takes, a, it takes a split second because if you want to get really like, you know, really good at this, you could go to like, whatever country that you live in, like for us, you could go to US Census Bureau and you could actually search the hundred most popular male names and female names, and then just come up with a picture for each person. And then if you did that for the male names, you will, for the first hundred, which is, you know, just do 10 a day for 10 days, which is a great brain exercise anyway, you know, becoming mentally fit, then you would actually cover 60% of the population. And so every single time you meet somebody, you Did you actually something. do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say this is a brilliant strategy. And then it then it's a higher fixed cost in the beginning, yeah. but for the rest of your life, it's just easy, right? Well, and, Jim, if anybody wants to know what my name means, it's it's strong, powerful, and extremely hung. <laughs> I'm just saying, just memorize my name, guys. Cody Sperber, clever investor. You know the rest. 
<laughs> so, and the visual, you can just never forget it. Even if you, you know, want, even you, if you, you want know, to. I'm just full of shit right now too. When I say that, <laughs> so, everybody's like, yeah, that's going to be the comment down below this video. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be curious down the video, like, what can your name mean? Right. Like, so people could down below, if, like, if your name is David, man, maybe a slingshot for David and Goliath, right? If a person's name is Carol, maybe they're singing Christmas carols or whatever. So, you know, it's a little bit of work in the beginning, but then once you have it, use that picture for everything for the rest of your life and everything gets easier. And finally, the Ian Suave is end, meaning say goodbye using their name. It was it was great to meet you, you know, mm -hmm. insert their name. And uh, yeah, and again, because if you could meet 20, 10 strangers here, you know, at an event or whatever and leave saying goodbye to every single one, they'll all remember you. And that that's an important you know, aspect to your career. I love that. Every time I'm leaving now, I'm going to be like, you're going to be suave today. <laughs> you're going to remember these people's names. Um that that was cool. Uh, I do want to talk about this quiz you made me do. Yeah, yeah, right. Because yeah. I kind of open looped it. So let's let's close that for them. Uh, and I know you got to go. You're you're jet setting, man. You got to go to London. You get paid yeah, yeah. to speak all over the world. Yeah, I, I speak in front of about two hundred to two hundred fifty thousand people live a year. Um, you know, I could be on three continents in a week, but it's uh, I I love to meet many of you and and connect. You know, because proximity is so important. You know, I you know we we talk about this virtual is amazing, and when when I get to see you, buddy, it's 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 great to be able to. Nothing is is quite like you know spending you know time. Uh, last we went to dinner last night. It was fantastic. Yeah. Like this, and then just the just the sharing of ideas and individuals and all that just just lights me up. Um, yeah. So, so you put me through this thing. So you developed so a. It took me about a year. Uh, we get the same kind of personality. Question. It's your version of a personality test, or so, what is the so purpose the, of it? the inspiration. We get a lot of uh, questions. You know, we have podcasts on how to remember names, how to learn languages, you know, how to change your habits, you know, how to memorize, you know, everything. Um, every episode is just 10 minutes, very, very short, 10, 15 minutes. Um, What's the name of the podcast? It's called Quick Brain. You can just search my name in your, on YouTube or mm -hmm. uh, podcast app. Um, and, but people asking the same kind of questions, I realized that not every technique works for everybody because some people have a different learning style. Just like uh, when people go through courses or they they go through a class, sometimes you can be really interested in the subject, but sometimes the way the person teaches is different than the way the person prefers to learn. And it's like you're two ships in a night, and you're passing each other, and there's no connection because you don't you don't you don't connect um, because you can't see each other or relate. Um, and so I realized that everybody, it's not how smart you are. After 30 years of doing this, since you know, in school, I, you know, at schools, at companies, at like Facebook, Nike, Google, SpaceX, places we train and do mental fitness training, it's not. I've learned it's not how smart you are; it's how are you smart. It's not how smart your kids are; it's how are they smart. It's not how smart your team is; it's how are they smart. And we all have different ways of learning. And so I created. Um, animals as a metaphor to create your animal type, your brain type, if you will. And it's at mybrainanimal.com. It's kind of like a quiz, like you would, which Game of Thrones character are you or something, but it actually teaches you and it informs how you could actually learn and live and lead, you know, with greater ease and, and enjoyment and rewards. And so when you take the quiz, it was inspired by, you know, Myers-Briggs, uh, multiple intelligence theory, left brain, right brain dominance, introvert, extrovert, ambivert, you know, adult learning theory. And there, we discerned that there are four animal types, brain types, and use, you said it, we use the word code, you see your brain code. The C is what you are, the cheetah. The cheetahs are instinctive doers. You know, they are fast acting. Like at this mastermind, you know, Dean, you know, Graziosi or, or Russell Brunson, they would teach something and you'd be in the back, like implementing. Yeah. You're, you're, you love fast paced environments. You adapt really well to change. You're a quick thinker. Um, you know, you said you could set goals. And so that informs how you could learn better, how you could lead better, how you could design a team and how you thrive. Yeah, Cause I do struggle with certain things yeah. being that way. Exactly. You know? So every one is not good or bad. It's just, it's just how it shows up. And you can also surround yourself with the other animals to be able to, to be there, to be able to see your blind spots, your cognitive biases, your, your, your weaknesses, right? And so the O, and then when you get the code, you'll say, you'll, I'll send you a report on how to apply this towards reading, learning, leading, and also how to relate to other animals. So the O are your owls and your owls are your, they're, they're logical, right? You think about it, a logical owl, they love data, you know, they're always, they're very organized. 
Uh, they love facts, figures, formulas, right? And that person is going to learn differently. That person is going to buy differently. That person is going to invest differently, right? Uh, the uh, D in, in code are your dolphins. And these are your creative visionaries. Uh, these people have great pattern recognition. They're great problem solvers. Uh, they're very creative, obviously. And so that, you know, and that plays a role, you know, in certain, you know, and, you know, you, you know, you think about the people that are writing your copy or, uh, or designing your, your, your opt-in pages or whatever. Right. And so those people could lean very well in those careers. And finally, the E are your elephants and your elephants are your empaths. They really thrive in teams. They're great uh, collaborators also as well. They have good, strong interpersonal skills also as well. And we're not any one of these things, right? We're a mix and a blend, but there's definitely what we've seen as people, as you've taken this quiz within less than five minutes, there's a primary and a secondary, right? And you could have a dominant way. And you could also over time change. You could learn new things because you have something called neuroplasticity, right? Your brain has an incredible uh, potential to adapt to new stimulus, through training, through discipline, through novelty, through meeting new people, new insights, uh, new instructions. And so I, I love this quiz because when you go through it, you get a detailed custom report, basically a playbook on how to go approach material and learning and your business uh, negotiations. I give you some short stories also of you know these four animal types and how they play out in, in the workforce. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I want to put every one of my students and potential students yeah. through this. Like, I'm just going to, we got to work something out. I got to just send them your way and get yeah, them yeah, to yeah. take this. Because, I mean, we started off by saying like, it boggles my mind how 90,000 people can come through my programs or download my stuff yeah. and why some totally take off and grasp it. And it's like, we all know that you got to be in the right money-making vehicle if you yeah. want to be free financially. Um, in real estate to that, a great vehicle, but why do some people not do it? Maybe I'm not connecting. Maybe we are these two passing planes at night. I'm I'm teaching very logically because I am probably predominantly C and O. Oh, wow. I think those yeah, are my two. I see, I see, I see that. And those are my two because I do love the, lo the logic and the analytics and the data still, but I'm also like, you know, we got to go. Yeah, we got yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah. take action. Some of those people would also say in ideate also. You're right, uh, owls, they could stay in, in their head and not do what you do, uh, you know, in terms of action. Because it's your ability to learn faster, but then also translate that learning into action, right? So you could think like a person of action, but then you have to act like a person of thought, right? And be able to move forward and fast. So first off, everybody go do that because <laughs> I think it would be great for you to kind of, and the report's fantastic. It's it's not like some chintzy little like, oh, you're a cheetah. Like it no, breaks man, it way great, down and really gives you a good understanding of what that means to you and like some tools and tactics on yeah, what to do. Yeah, and we'll follow it. up with messages, uh, you know, custom on your animal type, which is great. And I actually, I would, I would challenge everybody right now because I, I believe knowledge by itself is not power. Knowledge has the potential to be power, right? Like mm -hmm. we're here with Tony Robbins and everything. He talks about that all the time. It only comes power when we put it into action. So I would recommend a small, simple step, S3, people could do after this is take the quiz, post the picture, because we have some great art, AI-generated art from yes, each animal. It is actually really fantastic yeah, art. I looked yeah. at it, I said, this is fun. put some energy in there. And that. people could post it and then tag us both on social media so we get to see which animal you are. And I will, because you tag us, uh, you know, I'll randomly repost some of them and I'll actually gift a couple of copies of, uh, of Limitless, you know, out in the wild. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, all right, so we only have a few more minutes before you got a jet set. Um, so I want to kind of end with just some thoughts, personal things about yeah. you, because that was a masterclass and I really appreciate you breaking that down. And if you guys are like, wow, I, I like how we're bringing on different types of guests onto this show, especially, you know, a lot of times we're just like right into the investing conversation yeah, or, yeah. or even personal development. This was more like brain hacking. Like, yeah, I want to be more productive. And be we're more investing in, in the most important thing, which is, which is our, ourselves, right? Yeah. And as and investing specifically in our own mind, right? You want to invest in the knowledge, skills, and abilities because, you know, once we take responsibility, see, this, this is a big thing. So, um, years ago, I got to introduce two of my favorite um, superheroes together. I talk about superheroes a lot because as a kid, I couldn't read, right? Um, but I taught myself how to read by reading comic books. I was that kid underneath the blankets when I should have been sleeping, reading. Something about the illustrations brought the words to life. you know. And, the, and then the hero's journey about one person can make a difference and they can offer hope and help to the world. And um, 
But I got to introduce two people who wanted to meet each other. It was uh, Richard Branson and Stan Lee, right? Not Stan Lee, but Stan Lee, right? The one mm-hmm. who created all these yeah. superheroes. And, and you guys were close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's, I, I, get, I get choked up just thinking about it because he, he more than most people really influenced my life, you know, for, for, for many, many years. And even before that, just through his, his, his work. Um, and so that, and I, and I love the, you know, a lot of the theme of the impact that, that making, making money matter. And cause I, I do believe you learn to earn to return. You learn so you can earn, so you have more to return. And that's the point of this show. Yeah. Really, that's, that's normally no, where we that, end is like, how do we make this all really exactly. matter and leave a legacy? And, that, and that's why I appreciate not only what you do, but the manner you do it. You know, we, we actually donated all the proceeds to Limitless, to charity, to um, Alzheimer's research uh, in memory of my grandmother who I lost Alzheimer's. So that kind of shaped me what also. A great, what an and, also great thing to connect with what you do. Yeah, makes, makes and also sense. to build schools. We built schools, and I want to thank everyone who purchased a book in Guatemala, Kenya, Ghana, fully built the school, teachers, clean water, healthcare, everything. Um, but that's a big part of our, you know, our, our purpose in being here. But when, when we're going out to dinner, Richard and Stan, and I'm, I'm picking up, and I'm in the car with Stan, and I'm like, I need to know. Like, I, I'm so scared. I was like, because I, I need to know who's his favorite. And I was like, Stan, and I'm like stuttering. I'm like, he created all the... Amazing superheroes, X Men, Avengers. Who's your favorite? And he says, Jim, it's Iron Man. And he said, Jim, who's your favorite superhero? And he had this big. I put a post on Instagram, big Spider Man tie. And I just, I was like, I love them all, but Spider Man. And without a pause, in his iconic voice, he goes, "With great power comes great responsibility." Wow. Right? We've all heard this, and just hearing him say it. But the truth be told, I've had three head injuries as a kid, and. I, I tend to reverse things I read or hear sometimes. And I heard something different. I was like, you're right, Stan, with great power comes great responsibility. And the opposite is also true. With great responsibility comes great power. When we take responsibility for something, we have great power to make things better. And, and I just want to call people out because I'm guilty of this also. Sometimes when we make excuses, sometimes when we complain, and we all do this, right? Then we put, then we're, right, then we put the responsibility somewhere else. Right, because wherever we're putting the blame, right, that's where the power flows. That's where the energy flows, and then we can't make it better. Then we're a victim. And I, I truly believe that when we complain, we make excuses. It uses up a lot of energy, loses a lot of resources, takes a lot of time, and nothing is better because of it. And we can't be upset. Even the people that don't go through that buy your course but don't go through it, people could buy this book and it could sit on your shelf and it become shelf help, not self help. Right, unless we actually go through it, learn it, and apply it. And I'm going to call the people out who aren't who, like 90,000 plus that aren't finishing it, or if they've finished it, they're not actually implementing it to the degree they can, you know, because knowledge by itself is not power. It becomes power when we utilize it. And, you know, when we're talking about this, we cannot be upset by the results we didn't get from the work we didn't do. We can't be upset, like whether you, if you're not working out, you can't be upset if you're not doing the hard work, right? If you're not going through the program and applying what you learn, you know, through an investor, a real estate program, then or a speed reading program, then you can't be upset at if you're not doing it, right? And so, you know, and so I like I like this idea where, you know, great with great responsibility comes great power because it gives you your agency. Because if you're listening to this and you're an investor, you're a potential, you know, or a potential uh, entrepreneur or just interested in personal growth, you want agency, right? You want to you want to be a thermostat, not a thermometer. Right? A thermometer on the wall just what does it do? It's only function, it, it reacts to the, the environment. That's all it does. And as human beings, sometimes we react to things. We re- react to how clients treat us, we react to the weather, we react to politics. But the happiest and certainly the most fulfilled people, they don't just react, right? They, 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 they're, not, they're a thermostat. A thermostat doesn't react to the environment. It gauges, it knows the temperature of this room. But what does it do? It sets a temperature and what happens in the environment? The environment changes and reacts to it. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's what entrepreneurs, that's what leaders do. They take the invisible and they make it visible because they set a temperature or a standard or KPIs or goals, you know, and just imagine the thing you want most in your life, what you want to be, what you want to do, what you want to have, what you want to share. Imagine it, feel it, right? Like love it, send energy there, trust it. And then we work daily for it. Because I, I truly believe everyone, if they're still listening right now, that there's a version of yourself there's a version of your bank account. There's a version of your business. There's a version of your family's happiness. There's a version of your health. There's a version of yourself that's patiently waiting. And the goal is we show up every single day 
until we're introduced. Mic drop. We're going to end right there because that was so good. Ladies and gentlemen, the amazing Jim Quick. Thank you, sir, for spending some time with us. I hope you have an amazing, safe flight Absolutely. to London and crush props. the stage and do your thing. Yeah, props to you, Cody. I, I really appreciate your platform and how you use it as a force for good. You know, you're, you're unstoppable. I just enjoyed spending the past few days with you and doing this mind meld. And, you know, I just want to just really show my limitless appreciation for anyone still listening because I think we're all on this journey. We're, if you're still watching this, we're on this or listening, we're on this quest to reveal and realize our fullest potential. Right. And those are, those are our people, right? Those That's are it. the people you want to spend time with. Yes. Because who you spend time with is who you become. Yes. And I, I tell people all the time, you know, it, it's not, I'm not here because I'm so great. I'm here because great people like you locked arms with me and helped me along the way. And I couldn't be more grateful for you. So thank you for saying that. How do people find you yeah, yeah. Uh, on all the socials? and? Yeah. At Jim Quick. Yes. I spelled it right. K-W-I-K. Um, and uh, yeah, take take the brain quiz and let us know what, what animal you are. And we'll show you how to unlock more of that, all those superpowers. But um, yeah, we put a, something in, the, in our Instagram just uh, whenever you release this. And I'll, I'll put a free masterclass on how to double your reading speed and everything else. So the tactics are there. 95% of what we publish and put out there on, on YouTube or podcast or whatever, it's absolutely free. So um, go, Love deep, it. go deep and enjoy it. Yes, make sure you guys go uh, follow Jim. Make sure you, you tell him down in his comments below his post that you uh, heard him on yeah. the Clever and Investor what, Show. And what sure. animal are you? And what an animal are you? And post a picture, tag him. You might win a book, you might uh, get a shout out, you never know, but uh, we appreciate you for hanging out. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast if you haven't done so already. Maybe share it with a friend that needs some brain hacks, some productivity hacks, and just needs to be introduced to the great Jim Quick. Till next time, we're out of here. Take care, comb your hair, peace. Original Clever Investor, host of the Clever Investor Show podcast. And I'm shooting this ad right now to let you know that this podcast exists. It's finally out and we have some amazing guests. So please, I'm begging you, can you just come and give our podcast a listen? I've been doing real estate for a really long time. I've accessed some of the coolest people in the world. We were having all these amazing conversations and I'm like, what are we doing? Let's record this and actually put it out on a podcast. But the problem is I have to let people know about it. That's where this ad comes in and this is where you come in. You're going to be able to learn from successful entrepreneurs, get in-depth interviews from amazing leading experts. You're going to learn real estate investing strategies and tactical training strategies that work in today's market. We're going over market analysis and different market predictions. You're going to be able to engage in an awesome community. And we go into some pretty deep dives on the mindset of what it takes to win the game of money and in life, plus lots of bonus resources and exclusive content. So what you want to do right now is just click the subscribe button and give the show a listen today. I'm telling you, the guests are ridiculously phenomenal. I'm talking about people like Ken McElroy and Robert Kiyosaki and Pace Morby and Jamil Damji and a host of other amazing men and women entrepreneurs. You're going to love it. So go ahead and subscribe now.